0: Serious, redditors who have been kidnapped, what was your experience like, are there things you do now that you would've never done before? My father kidnapped me when I was 7 and it was the best thing that ever happened to me, I lived with my alcoholic mother and her insane boyfriend, I wasn't abused physically, but looking back the mental abuse and neglect was very traumatic, some borderline child called it things. Anyways my father had visitation rights and picked me up every other weekend. One weekend he came to get me and saw that I had not eaten much, food was almost always under lock and key, and my mom and her boyfriend were nowhere to be found. So, my father told me, pack your stuff. We spent some time hiding out at different places with family, friends, even hotels in Laughlin and Vegas. It was like a mini vacation. I even remember staying at my dad's girlfriend's house when the cops showed up. I hid under the bed while they talked to her. At the end of the day, I never had to go back to my mom's boyfriend's house and my father won majority custody. I'm not sure how I would have turned out if I had stayed there. Thanks dad. When I was maybe 10 or 11, my neighbor kidnapped me. She was this single woman in her 50s who was always super, super nice to me. She was always on her porch, and she'd wave when I came home from school, anyway. I was walking home from school and she was waving as usual, but this time she was beckoning me over. I went up to her porch and she asked me if I wanted some meatloaf she made. I freaking love meatloaf and she seemed harmless. So I said yes. I expected her to come outside with a plate or something, but instead she called me in and told me to sit downstairs. I felt weird about it, but I followed her into her basement and sat down on her couch. She brought me a plate of meatloaf and I watched Pokemon 2000 on VHS. She had a freezer with those tube popsicle things too. After I ate, I told her I needed to go home, and she told me my parents called and asked her to keep me while they ran errands. I felt weird about it and suspected she was lying, but I just kinda went along with it. I remember I asked her if I could get my Game Boy at one point from my house and she said my parents told me not to let me out of her sight. I remember watching Men in Black and falling asleep. When I woke up, I tried leaving. But the door was locked, she left some banana pudding for me on the table for when I woke up, so I just had that and went back to sleep. She opened the door at like 5 in the morning, woke me up, and asked me if I wanted to go home. She looked like she had been crying. I told her yes and she let me go. My parents asked me where I was and I just told them I went home with a friend after school. I didn't have a cell phone, so it was pretty normal for me to just be gone for a day. I didn't see my neighbor on her porch the next Monday, so I knocked on her door. She came outside and we talked on the porch about stuff we never talked about that night, and she probably thought I didn't even realize what happened. She didn't say, but I think she had a kid who died a couple years prior and wanted to fill the gap. I never hated her for it or anything, until I moved a couple years later. I would sit on her porch after school most days and she'd listen to my neat fact about space. My sisters and I were kidnapped by our father repeatedly between the ages of 2 and 4. He would take us from our mother, she had brain damage and a serious drug problem, beat us if we made noise and lock us in a closet and forget to feed us for days at a time. Each kidnapping lasted between 2 weeks and 6 months, depending on how long it took my mother to realize we were gone and ask for help. He was a very scary man, he just wanted the money from the state, food stamps and welfare. He also would try to get money out of my maternal grandmother. In fact, she's the only reason the cops kept getting involved in trying to locate him. She had money and influence and used it. I don't remember much because I was so young but I remember being scared and in pain and a uniformed cop opening a door and letting light in. I was terrified of being locked in the dark for years after and sandy haired men with mustaches still can make me very nervous. I'm 41 now. When I got divorced my kids were almost the exact same age as my sisters and I were when the kidnappings started. It was a struggle to keep those old fears in check. This happened a while ago when I was 6. I come from a third world country and at the time, kidnappings were at an all time high. We lived in a fairly nice neighborhood, no kidnappings there, no theft, great neighbors. We felt pretty safe and therefore, my mom wasn't too worried. Our house was a gated residence so we had a front yard and backyard. I was out one morning in the front yard, playing with some toys while my mom was inside working or cooking or whatever. Someone knocked on the front gate. Me being a dumb child decided to go up and ask who it was. It was this fairly old man who asked for some water. Me being the nice, helping child opened the door and was snatched immediately. I don't particularly remember what happened after that but I woke up in a compound which I'm pretty sure was far from home. They hadn't done anything bad to me as far as I know. But they did try to feed me food that I didn't like. I was a picky child and so, all I ate was fruit. They had asked for ransom. Which to this day, I don't know how much it was. They just kept me in a room all day with duct tape on my mouth and ropes around my feet and hands. They did take duct tape off to let me drink water or eat food. Anyways, a few days later, the police busted them and arrested them. They ended up in jail for life is what I was told. Not too long after that, my parents decided to move to a different country and now all is well. I still think about what might have gone wrong if they had sold me into child slavery or something. Fairly common in my country. Life resumed after that. I'm as happy as a 20 year old can be. Nothing really changed. I still don't know why I was kidnapped. Maybe for ransom or whatever. In exactly a month. It'll be my 14th kidnapping anniversary. Not much like the other stories here but my ex-boyfriend abducted me from my parents home when I was 19. Threw me in the trunk of his car and drove off. About 8 hours later, a lot happened in between, including me getting out of the trunk and into the back seat. The police spotted his car and engaged in a high speed pursuit. He crashed into a tree served about 4 years, and is out with a wife and 3 kids now. It didn't affect me as much as people expected it to and I haven't really changed anything in my life because of it. It happened in the past and that's how I view it. My mother kidnapped me. My parents were in the middle of an ugly divorce and my mom was a stay at home mom. Since she depended on my father for money, she assumed she would lose me in the custody battle. My mother is a dual Canadian and American citizen. My father is American. So one day when my dad was at work, she didn't send me to school and took me from USA to Canada. There was nothing my dad could do because we weren't in USA. It was several months before my mom decided to do the right thing and go back to the States. By that time my dad has lawyered up so well that she basically lost all rights to parenting me. This happened when I was 6-7. My mother ended up moving back to Canada to be with her family. If I could go back. I would have begged my mom not to return to the states. What the courts didn't care to hear was that my dad was a functioning alcoholic. He was abusive in every way. When my parents divorced, my mom couldn't afford to live in USA, so I was raised by my abusive father for another decade until I moved out at 17. He had me too terrified to tell anyone, just like my mom was. I'm now 28 and trying to build positive relationships with both my parents now that I've forgiven both of them. So back when I was around 7 or 8, my family went to visit our home country of Pakistan. Anytime anyone from the USA comes and visits PA it's kind of a big deal depending on where you're going. Where we visited was a small village of maybe 200 or so people and so word gets out fast that rich Americans are coming. This makes us targets as people believe we come with pockets full of treasures and gold and money. Anyways, so I'm with my cousin who at the time was also ate at a sketchy ass arcade place. Sketchy because it only had like 3 games and it was located in the back of a beat up mini store. So I'm playing and my cousin tells me it's time to go but I was so into that the game I did not want to go. He leaves and I stayed. As I'm playing these two guys come into the arcade room and just start watching me play and start giving me comments on how good I was and when I responded back. I responded back in English not the native language of Punjabi. So they knew I was an American. Next thing I know they grab me the hands and tell me to come with them. All I remember is crying my butt off while they dragged me in the daylight in front of other people to some house. once at the location an old lady, who I assume was their mother was frantic as frick and asking who I am and why am I crying and why am I there. The guys told her to pretty much foo and nothing and threw me into a room. I remember just standing at the door of the room and banging and crying for what seemed hours and every now and then they would tell me to stfu or they would hurt me but I kept crying and banging lol. After what seemed like many hours, the women mom opened the door and told me to run home. I booked so fast out of there but I had no frickin clue where the frick I was. I just ran and whenever I would see a kid or a woman I would ask where the arcade was because I knew how to get home from there. Pakistan is notorious for what they do to little kids, especially young boys. Young boys are used for sex and trafficking and so reflecting back on this incident I would say I was one lucky kid because god knows where I would be today. Every summer my brother and I would fly out to Bethel Island, California. We'd stay on my mother's houseboat the land with no rules, and endless days. I looked forward to it every year. When I was 7 my mother sued my father for custody of my older brother and I. She lost the case, because she falsified child abuse. she coached us to lie, but I was too young to fully understand so I told the truth. After the court case she was ordered to hand us back over, instead, she ran. I still remember receiving the phone call, we were at her boathouse waiting. She said we needed to get our things and flee to the far side of the island. Her boyfriend would be waiting with his boat to take us away from everything. Being pragmatic I knew there was a good chance we'd get hungry, so I stuffed my backpack with twinkies. We made it to the boat and snuck across state lines into Arizona. We stayed on her boyfriend's ranch, way out in the middle of the desert. It had a table full of playboys, A wall full of guns, and bees everywhere. My mom would leave for days at a time, trying to find a place for us to go long term. She had no luck. Her boyfriend finally lost patience, and they broke up. My mom packed us up again, and we moved from bad situation to bad situation. I could see the toll it was taking on her. Finally, after 11 months, we returned to her houseboat. It was the only place to go, but the police knew she'd return sooner or later. They'd instructed the neighbors to call if they saw her. Within hours several police cars showed up. My mom was hauled off to jail. And my brother and I were moved into foster care. The courts investigated my mother's claims of child abuse. Which took several months. Life in foster care is terrifying. humiliating, And degrading. I won't get into the nightmares or the abuse you witness. People who've been. No. For the rest. It's probably better you don't. Needless to say I was immensely relieved when we finally returned to my father. He was a stern disciplinarian, but he backed off some after that experience. How did all this affect me long term? I just turned 40, I have never really put down roots, and could be ready to flee my home in less than 20 minutes. I could leave it all, because living on the move taught me how little possessions matter. This has made forming relationships harder and I've moved around a lot, only in the last few years have I finally started to put down roots, and I still fight the urge to run sometimes. I was drunk and leaving a club at 6am, I didn't want to walk the 3km home in heels, so when a guy I had spoken to earlier in the evening offered to drive me home I thought it seemed like a good idea, he had been nice enough and it was way more convenient. I got in and he asked my address and then started driving in completely the wrong direction. I said I was uncomfortable and wanted to get out, but he told me not yet, and my phone died so I couldn't call anyone. He drove me over the border and another man gets in the car and brings me a coffee with him which they insisted I drank. We drove around for about an hour until they stopped in a car park of a rural disused train station when they dragged me out of the car threw me onto the grass at the side and the second man uphead me, then the driver forced me to suck him off, then they dragged me back to the car and threw me into the backseat and started driving again, they eventually stopped at a petrol station and locked me in while they got out, they came back and gave me a pack of cigarettes and 50 euros, but still wouldn't let me leave, then the car wouldn't start. When they got out to check the engine I got out and ran. About 200 meters away there was a guy gardening and I asked him how far it was to walk back to my city. Because I was fairly sure we had stayed in the general area. He said it was 5 kilometers away so I asked if he could phone me a taxi. Which he did and I went home. In all it was about 7 hours I was with them. It was a few months ago. I had trouble sleeping for many weeks after. I've been our before. But never as violently as this was and i am very distrustful now of men i meet if i go out i also find myself drinking a lot more than i used to not consciously to take my mind off it or anything but i suspect they are related ultimately i'm just thankful they had a crappy car because it could have been so much worse when i was 20 i was stuck at a party with a heap of drunk idiots and fights started happening so i wanted to go home My phone died and I didn't have keys or my wallet on me so I decided to walk home across town at midnight. I walked most of the way home when I came across a 30 year old on a push bike who was chasing another man on a scooter up the road. Little did I know that he was trying to mug the other guy. I walked faster and kept my head down. The guy rode around the block on his bike then when he knew I was alone he jumped off his bike and dragged me into a bush at knife point. He tried to mug me bit when he realized I had nothing on me he decided he would arpae me instead. I convinced him that we would be busted at the side of the road and he should come home with me. We walked for what seemed like 40 minutes and he held me by the throat so I couldn't run. We got to a hill and I offered to push his bike for him as it looked heavy. I kept the bike between us. We got to the top and I saw a taxi at the bottom. I threw the bike at him and ran away screaming arpae. Blisters all over my feet but I didn't care. All you care about is escaping. He ran away and luckily they could get enough DNA evidence to catch him. He recently was sentenced to 12 years jail. I was very lucky. Never walk alone at night. Right, this will sound stupid. Because it is. Me and my mate spent 2010 New Year's Eve in Philly. We were partying with a bunch of our friends but we wanted to go downtown. Additional vital information. We're both Icelandic completely naive about our surrounding after walking around the area going to a whole bunch of strange parties one college party one with only black people which were incredibly nice one with bunch of underage kids twerking each other etc right so we're trying to find a taxi when this guy drops by us and offers us a ride mind you it was 2am and we were like happy man thank you so much and we jump in the rear seat He said it would only take 10 minutes, after about 30 minutes. In a really strange and shady hood we figured something wasn't adding up. He then parked the car, told us he was going to pick up a friend of his. About a minute after he left we were going to run for it but he had locked the doors with the baby lock, so we're like, "Well, this is it, this is how it ends. Neither one of us remembers what happened but we somehow managed to escape and we hid behind some fence. We saw the guy coming back with like couple of friends and they began searching for us. Being high as all heck and drunk as Irish sailors. We have no memory how we got back home. We didn't remember what street our apartment was at, which part of town but around 7am we finally got back. When we told our friends about this story, they all agreed that we were probably the dumbest and luckiest guys they've ever known. This is Diamond Spongebob. He only appears every 200,000 videos. Subscribe for good luck. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video or don't. Either way, have a great day, you magnificent people! Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty-nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty-nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.